All right, guys, big episode of the Northeast Podcast. Trailers galore. Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. Marvel finally releases their plans for the future, and we give you some trashy TV to watch in the middle of the summer. Here we go. And here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How's it going, guys? Very well, man. Oh, I'm great. How are you? I am great, Jim. You had a nice little uh, trip over the weekend to Chicago. How was that? I went to Chicago for the weekend, for the weekend, and it was great. The guy is a megastar. I haven't seen that many people all in one place for a single artist before. It was nuts. Soldier Where Field sold out. Where was, oh, Soldier Field. Nice. Which is a shithole, by the way, if we were wondering. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, dude, great city, so great time. The weekend was unbelievable. He is a superstar. Uh, but let's get to the time, important dude. part. Let's get to the important part of the trip. What What's your uh, official score out of 10 for Carm's uh, Italian beef sandwiches? Oh, dude, Carm, the chef, baby. I don't know. Is this a coincidence? Because, like, when I look it up and I'm like, there's a place right by a mile away called Carm's Hot Italian or, like, Chicago beef. Like, that has to be the, you know, part of the, you know, influences of the show, right? Inspiration? Yeah, Dude, it was a 10 out of 10. Awesome. Nice. I thought you were going to ask me, let's get down to it. What did you get at the dispensary? But we can talk about that later. What, no. uh, what, do you like Italian beef sandwiches? Yeah. Don't you? Yeah, yeah they're pretty good. Just don't go to, like, Portillo's and be like, nah, they're fine. Because this was probably six times better than Portillo's. Okay, Okay, that makes me feel better. The Portillo's was pretty bad. Yeah, it's it's not very good. This was really, really good, though. Okay. All right, I'm happy. Cool. I'm glad that's – I don't care about the concert. I'm happy that the Italian beef was a 10 out of 10. (laughs) 10 out of 10. All right, well, something else that's a 10 out of 10 is our Instagram. So give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram, at Nordy's Podcast. Also, subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcasts from. Get the Nordy's podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. Oh, All yeah. right, guys. What are you drinking tonight? I am over at Fair State. Um, they did a collab with Creature Comforts. I don't think anybody's had this one yet. The Do and Howdies. Have you guys oh, had this one? Yeah. Maybe you had it on here. Well, it's really good. It's a very, very good IPA. Um, I'm enjoying that. And I got a weird one for next pod, so stay tuned for that. Right on. I'm doing a Woodenville, uh, Kentucky straight bourbon with a little bit of Coke. You are a wild man these days. I'm just off the beer for a bit, you know? Yeah. All right, guys. I met our friends from Lupulin. And yeah. I got this, this, this four, eight pack <laughs> at Lupulin. It's the Doki Doki. And I'm drinking the lime rice lager. Um, I really like this. And it comes in a pack with four of the regulars, two of the lime, and two coffee. And... It was like a good deal and everything. I'm pumped. Dude, I got it today and we didn't coordinate. So I have this for next pod. I was just going to say. Coffee one next pod. Okay. Maybe I'll do the coffee one with you then. I was going to say, out of 10, how pissed are you that Eric just stole your thunder for your weird one for the next pod? (laughs) You just teed that up and he just ruined it. I think it looks cool, man. The the can looks awesome. I guess, what is this, Japanese? I don't know what's yeah, going on, but it looks Japanese cool. Japanese rice lager. I am in. I'm going to buy seems another a, pack. Seems Ooh. a little racist, but. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't know what it means. It might mean, I don't know. We just don't know. Did they know. spell lager with an R or an L? Wow. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Too far. That's a South Park joke. I did. I got it. Thank you. All right. Um. So, here we go. We're going to jump right into Do We Care? Trailers, trailers, trailers. First up, Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon, trailer dropped. This show looks like everything we've been missing since, like, season six Game of Thrones. Yeah, it looks really good. It looks fantastic. And, like, I I guess I didn't really understand what it was going to be about and how it was, like, I guess I like the fact that they really emphasize that it's still going to be a Game of Thrones. And it's still going to be this political struggle between these different parties that feel like they have some claim to the throne. And I'm really excited about that. Um, yeah, it's like that, Rhaenys that and Jagaris Targaryen are are like cousins, and one of them is like going to peel off from the family and try to you know forge an army and come back. Um, I think it's like a like a civil war almost for the throne. Yeah, and so it's about the daughter of the king who he wants Rhaenyra. to be, and she's there's never been a queen before, and then. You know, his brother, so her uncle, I think, is the other one. And yeah. he, he's trying to make his claim to the throne, and a lot of the people want it to be him. And so 
I don't know. It looks stunning. It looks incredible. Um, I have real belief that this is going to be the show of the year. Shockingly, uh, feels very familiar. And I think maybe that's what we wanted was, you know, female Targaryen has to fight an uphill battle to get to the Iron Throne. You know, Um, (laughs) where have I heard that? you know, storyline before. Hope but, she doesn't go absolutely crazy at the end and kill a bunch of people and then have to... Yeah, you know, it is really it cool. You know, it feels like uh, nostalgic's not the right word, but you see the shots of, like, the throne room. You know, it's a little bit different, but it's still got the pillars and the torches hanging from them and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So, um, I mean, I don't need to see anything else. It, it didn't feel too spoilery to me because I don't really know who any of the characters are or what they're doing. I mean, other than, right. you know, we know a, we know a few names, but like, what, what does that really mean? Um, it's not like there's any, you know, real deep book material that's been out for years. So uh, show of the year based on the trailer alone, I think would be a fine <laughs> award. I think we could totally do that and nobody would bat an eye. Yeah, I think it's like, I think that the thing that will be fun about this is that we know the ending but we don't know any of the steps to get us there. And so yeah. I think it will be fun and surprising and keeping people on their toes with all new characters and new stories, but we kind of know where it ends. And so I think that we'll get to a familiar place in the end. And I think having that kind of grounded ending already is going to be nice because the mm-hmm. last time the ending was so in the clouds that they never could really land the plane. And I think that's why people hated Thrones. And so I think with... Uh, an ending point kind of set in stone and the rest of it is their playground. Um, hopefully it will be a little more rewarding for us. I wish that they would tell me right now how many seasons, like yeah. I want them to say, this is going to be a four season adventure. Like buckle yeah. up. I'd be, yeah. I'd put it on my calendar for the next well, five years of my life. <laughs> I also, and Eric, just to your point of what you're talking about, I think that would significantly help the story. Yes. Right. You can, you don't have to have this continuous bloat, right? You have, you, mm-hmm. like you said, you have a, you have a start and you have an end, right? You know what the end is supposed to be. We can begin kind of wherever we're, you know, you draw a line in the timeline and then you kind of go from there, but you, you're moving towards this ultimate finale. Yeah. Um, and I think that would help condense the writing to not be like, oh, we don't, we don't need to go off in this side quest yeah. unnecessarily that really has nothing. It's not driving the final ending. So you, you build and add characters for two seasons and then you pare them down and resolve them over the next two seasons. Four seasons, you're done, and it's perfect. Greatest series of all time. I would even be cool with five, yep. right? You kind of have like oh, a yeah. crescendo throughout that. Um, I think be five would too. be great. Yeah, I agree. Five would be perfect. Well, I think the best thing is, though, is like you're going to get more Game of Thrones. And like right. we're going to keep getting it And that at this point. Well, we're getting a sequel series too, right? I mean, we're getting Jon Snow. We're going to get yeah. very familiar soon. So let's. I, I think that like, makes me more excited for this. I, I think that they can go any direction. They can be telling multiple stories at a time with completely different production teams and sets of actors and sets of writers. And I just think that we need to know who is going to be their uh, you know, who's going to be like mm-hmm. their through line through the whole story. That's going to kind of oversee the whole thing. That's not George Martin. Right. Because I really don't need George Martin at all. Yeah, we're life. good. All right, um, so we're really excited. We really, really care about this. And it's coming oh, yeah. up fast. I mean, we are weeks out at this point. Um, yeah, early I mean, September? Or is that? No, I mean, that's Lord of the Rings, which we'll get to next. We're, we're, we're 26 days away when right now recording wow. this. Jesus. So less than four weeks away from Game of Thrones returning in what looks like a, another masterpiece on HBO. They're really bringing over the pizza rolls. Let's go. I can't wait. All right, um, next up. Uh, Lord of the Rings, its yes. biggest competition, dropped the Rings of Power trailer, and this is the first time it looked like a competent show. Well, I, I think it looked agree. more than that. No, but I, I mean, think it, it looked, looked really awesome. bad before, and now it actually... I think it looked uh, not great and, and very um, kind of alarming before, and now it looks like, oh, they did use the money properly, yeah. or at yeah. least a part of the money properly, because, dude... Shots in this trailer looked like, uh, like not not Hobbit, Lord of the Rings, early Lord of the Rings. I think I think it looked really good, and without even knowing too much of what's going on, I care about some of the elf characters already. I'm like, ooh, I bet I'm gonna like all these. Uh, what are the guys with the big beards and the axes and shit? The dwarves. Oh, I care about the dwarves already. You know, like this trailer got me. Like I'm absolutely psyched for the show now. Yeah, I, 
I've come, I came, I definitely came around and I think I made that clear in our group text that Mm -hmm. this finally looks like it finally felt like Lord of the Rings. I think the adjective I would use for the previous trailers is unpolished. Like it looked a little haphazard, like the CGI wasn't done, you know, Mm -hmm. like, but they had to put something together to get it out. And so like, that's where they're at and that's what we got. So this definitely, like you said, feels less Hobbit-ish and more um, Lord of the Rings trilogy, uh, Mm -hmm. original trilogy which is a very positive step. Um, I'm still apprehensive. I'm still going to watch it, but I'm, I'm like the, the malcontent, you know, Lord of the Rings fan sitting in the corner of the room with my arms folded, like harumphing yeah. at every time, you know, there's like a reference to like the hot, you know, but I'm going to, I, I I'm think gonna it try was cool. Like I got chills when they were like, the guy's like, you know, have you heard the name Sauron? I'm like, Ooh, yeah, dude, yeah that get, was like, cool. The, we're going to get like the origin of that. And really like, they seemed like in the the Lord of the Rings movies, they glazed over so many fucking cool things. It's like they did the intro in like the movie, and it's like armies came and battled this amazing creature that had the ring, and there was all these other rings, and it was the craziest time. And then then they cut to like some hobbits eating fucking cookies for like an hour and a half. I'm like, can we just watch well, yeah. that shit? And now we're gonna and get then, to it. Well, then you know, and it's Lady Galadriel that's that's doing the voiceover, Kate Blanchett, who's like. For 4,000 years, the Ring of Power went unnoticed, you know? Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, there, that's a pretty big leap in time, yeah, right, you know? Right. So, yeah, I think this looks great. I mean, I'm still more excited for Game of Thrones. I owe that excitement to HBO on this one. Are they going to go head-to-head on Sunday night? No, no, they can't. But, I mean, they're going to be overlapping, right? Yeah. Oh, sure. my God. I mean, we'll, we'll probably get eight episodes of Thrones will lead us into mid-October. Okay. Or early October. And isn't um, Lord of the Rings coming out in September? Yeah. Am I making that up? So, like first week of September, I think. We'll have multiple weeks of them going head to head. Damn. I hope that they're both just awesome. That's huge. I don't even care which one's better. I just want them both to be as good as possible. Oh, yeah. I'm not here cheering for shows. I'm cheering for all shows. Yeah. If yeah, it's everybody good, we all win. If this, is, yeah, exactly. this is the only opportunity. I think this is maybe the first time ever that we win if Jeff Bezos wins. And I don't like that. But it is true. We can all win on this this occasion. Q okay. Bo Burnham. Yeah. We're not as excited about this, I'm sure. But Interview with a Vampire AMC show, we get our first looks at that as well. Mm-hmm. I love 1995's with a Vampire. Um, what an all-star cast. What a really great movie. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if this show will hold a candle to that, but I'm pretty pumped about the idea of it. It looks cool. I think the trailer looks great. It is a period piece, um, which, you know, so was Interview with the Vampire, but... They really seem to be leaning into like you know this Louisiana town or what? Maybe it's New Orleans. I I don't know. Um, that's okay. I think it looks really good. I'm excited. It's got some folks from Game of Thrones. Grey Worm is is one of the main guys, I think. So that'll be cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to talk about get excited about this like after we just talked about two huge huge shows. But maybe this is sneaky good as well. Can AMC make a show that's not? in the Breaking Bad universe or the Walking Dead universe that's good? Right. That's my question. Why not? And if Probably they do, not. They, and if they do, they'll make it into a universe. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. true. They'll instantly well, spin they off bought, three more things. Didn't they buy all of, like, Anne Rice's properties, so that was maybe kind of the plan? Yeah, it really is. You're right. Yeah, they're going to make yeah. more than one show anyways. Okay, what about She-Hulk? We finally got a look at She-Hulk, and it looks pretty cool. It actually does look pretty good, doesn't it? I mean, the well, early even, trailer we saw, like, two months ago, we were all like, who did they make this for? Um, and we thought, well, certainly not for us. And now, seeing this trailer, I'm like, it actually looks pretty good. Like, it, the the humor was hitting a little bit more. The CG was really good. They had a lot of Mark Ruffalo's Hulk in it. And I'm guessing that they showed a lot of his scenes because they spent a lot of money on his CG, and it looks great. Um, but I think I care a little bit about this one. I have a different take on Mark Ruffalo, and my hope is that he's going to be involved early on and then not at all. So that's why we got a lot of him in the trailers because <laughs> they're only showing stuff from like the first episode or, you know, maybe two episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even with the trailers, remember when they released the first trailer for this? Marvel re- re-released it again like two days later with some color correction because they were like, actually, that one was really bad. Yeah. So we fixed it. A little bit. So, and now they fixed it. This looked a lot better. So. Yeah. They're clearly they're going to be working on the CG probably right up to the week before they release it or night before they release it. Um, but I think it actually has some promise now. 
I think it will be cool. I mean, all these shows on Disney Plus, you have to remember we're getting like, I don't know, a new show a month plus all the movies you could ever want to watch in universes. I think it's a pretty good deal. It, it's all right. I wish they were a little higher quality. I would take uh, I would take half the output if it meant double the quality of what they were putting out. Yeah, but like, what about Mandalorian is bad quality? Bill Burr. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Bill Burr in season one, for sure, was definitely like, take you yeah. out of the episode and, and the universe. Yeah, he, I mean, I'm just giving him shit. His episode happened to be the worst. I don't think he was really the problem, but... Um, all right, let's, let's dive yeah. into some movie trailers here, because we'll talk more Marvel. And this one we're going to kind of gloss over, because we'll talk a little bit more about it later. But we finally got a Black Panther Wakanda Forever trailer. Um, this was them trying to not tell us where the story is going at all, but show us that they will be mourning the loss of, um, T'Challa. Um, right. uh, I wish I could think of the actor's name at this point. Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman. Boseman. Chadwick yeah. Boseman. So they're going to give a great send off to Chadwick who had a unfortunate, untimely death. And they're going to give him like a, you know, a great send off considering he can't be in the movies. I think it will be emotional. And then they're going to try to reboot the story. And there's a lot of mystery as to where it is going. If mm-hmm. It's going to be more about Wakanda, where they're going to go with the Black Panther character. It feels pretty um, hard to predict where exactly it's going to go. But I think everyone in the world is pretty excited for it. I think the trailer looked amazing. They did a good job of spending a lot of time in Wakanda with the costumes and the sets and the colors and all those things that really were so iconic about the first movie. And like Wakanda was, it's was probably the coolest and most memorable location of any Marvel movie. Yeah. Would you say, I mean, oh, for sure. So, so they wanted to just spend time there and they'll jump around. Hey, here's characters you remember from before. Um, don't forget about his sister. Don't forget about his girlfriend. Don't forget about his head of security, you know, and kind of teasing that, all these women are badass. Any of them could probably put on the suit and kick some ass. So they didn't say who the new one is. They didn't say how Black Panther dies. He didn't die in any Marvel movie we've seen. So um, they're going to have to tell us what happened. Uh, and then they introduced the bad guys, which are going to be like the Atlanteans. So Namor is like Aquaman for the MCU. But he's kind of been a bad guy usually, like kind of like anti-hero style. So he was like, they kind of made him like um, Incan. Sort of? Would you say Mayan style? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought he looked. Pre- sure. I thought they looked pretty cool. So those, I think that that those guys will come and start a war. What you know, they'll see that Wakanda has no king, and that like, this is our time to strike and it's opportunity. Yeah, yeah, they'll go straight a war, and then you know somebody halfway through the movie is going to have to step in and be the new Black Panther to defend Wakanda. It's going to be great. I actually, I'm actually excited about it now. Can you wear the Black Panther suit without being like having like having the ceremonial, you know, thing with the flower and and you? You turn better it have Black the Panther. fucking power suit. I don't need another like Captain America situation where well, I got the suit and the title and the yeah. shield, so I'm good. I'm not wearing hockey pants like that right. type of scenario, <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, well, I was just no. curious, like maybe maybe it's a fake out, like someone puts on the suit to pretend to be Black Panther, you know. Like, yeah. we've already, you know, made this person king as a bluff, you know? I don't know. Right. So, I was just curious. There, there will th- be I... definitely some ways to go with that. But it does look like, in the trailer, it looks like a female figure in the suit. And then they have a um, a very, like, slim profile face that they've used on posters. I think teasing that it's going to be a woman. Um, so, uh, there's a lot of great options for them to do if they want to do that. I, I also want to give props to, like, Ryan Coogler. For like really leaning into the universe, it seems like um, everything that they had that was cool with the first Black Panther is you know dialed up to eleven. Here. Yeah, and it lo- I think it looks awesome, and I'm very excited for this. For this, I actually am too. I think that the play is that they use the multiverse and bring Michael B. Jordan back. That'd be great. That's what everybody wants, Michael B. Jordan, and he was like so emotional about the death of Chadwick, his good friend. He was this totally redeemable character at the end that you had, you know, that Chadwick tried to save and you wanted him to survive. He mm-hmm. had already been the Black Panther. Why don't they just say, we need to find a Black Panther. They go into a different universe in the multiverse or he comes through in another multiverse because he gets called from the ancestral plane and he has to show up from a different universe. And now we have a brand new Black Panther. See, this but- is the problem because Eric, your fucking theories are so goddamn good. 
that that's what I want to happen, but it's going to be like oh. way, it's going to be way more simple than that. They'd be like, yeah, we just said that we picked somebody at random out of a hat. It's going to be, it's going to be Shuri, you know, cause she's next in line for the throne and you know, whatever. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't want it to be Shuri. I actually no, don't. She already is a character. I don't need her to be. She already her. has her cool, like, um, you know, fist powers. Like let her do yeah. that. Let her be that. Yeah. yeah. So bring me Michael B. Jordan. That's what I want. Slim faced Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> so it is him. Interesting. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, we also got a Black Adam trailer, and I just don't think so. I agree. <laughs> that's all you're gonna. That's your whole take. I just don't think so. I don't think okay. I like. It. I don't know if I really like The Rock. Really? Like, you go through this person. dance. You go through this dance once a year with like know, rock movies. I I, like when I watch his movie trailers, though, I'm always like, "Well, that's not for right." Like. I don't know. I don't know what this is to be. He's like Superman, but with The Rock's personality. <laughs> I don't know. Don't like, you know this? The, or didn't you want, like pay attention to the movie, like the trailer? Kind of. I saw Dwayne it. The Rock Johnson stumbles onto a magic stone in between yep. filming movies, mm-hmm. and he becomes Black Adam. And yeah, it's just Rock is superhero now. Yeah, it's it's kind of like like the character from Name of Rock um, is now a superhero because he's the same yeah. character in every movie. And I just I don't think so. I don't. Okay. I put it this way: I will not see this movie until it's okay. Fair I believe enough. that. I won't. I, I, I don't think I'm it, in the same boat. I don't think it looks great. Nothing in the trailers have has uh, impressed me. I also just don't really like OP superheroes that are like just so powerful that they can catch rockets in their hand and like that's, that's DC's bread and butter, man. Yeah. It, it's just so stupid. I don't like it. They so finally I'm... like introduced a character that could rival the sp- the strength of Superman just in time for them to not even have a Superman. So great work, DC. Nice work. Um, yeah. So boom. All right, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. They dropped their. Um, trailer as well for their movie. Is this something you're interested in? Um, I just don't think so. <laughs> I just don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> that's a, that's our new take when we're just like, nope. Uh, Chris Pine, he he seems you know enigmatic again. That's good, right? Yeah, he's always um, kind of the same guy too, and I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah, that. But you like him? I like him. Yeah, so it's like okay. Him. It's not that I don't like The Rock. It's just that The Rock was a professional wrestler in, like, the late 90s, and he had this, like, persona that was funny and, like, edgy and cool. And then he just plays that same character in every movie because he just has one character. Whether he's a sports agent or he's Superman, it's the same fucking character. Somehow you mentioned mentioned Chris Pine, but Eric wasn't quite done with his Rock kick. But Chris Pine kind of does the same thing, but his character is toned down a lot, where it's kind of like... I'm um, I'm handsome and I'm not very talented at acting, so I'm doing like a. Like, oh whoa whoa! You're talking about Captain Kirk here, now. His he does a character where he's still very cool, even though even though his character is like capable of getting embarrassed or like making dumb mistakes and like being the butt end of a joke, but he's still cool through that. That's he's what like he does. What well. Everybody thought that Chris Pratt was. Yeah, yeah. It's like this. It's like a Star Lord thing, right? Where like Star Lord people make fun of him and he does dumb shit, but he's still cool. He's Chris Pratt meets Harrison Ford. There you go. Okay. Um, yeah, that's Did pretty you just good. Lower your well, voice? anyways, I think this. I think it looks okay. I mean, I don't better than I guess I would have expected this trailer to be, but I still have. Maybe it went from like a zero out of a hundred to like a six out of a hundred excitement. So it just ain't there. <laughs> That's weird. And four was was it's four so of that for was four of that for Michelle Rodriguez. She was a minus two, actually. It was going to be an eight. You spent so much of your time playing Dungeons and Dragons. I just figured that you would be excited about. Where's Vecna? Where they're trying? They're trying. They're trying to capitalize on the Stranger know, right? Things D and D hype. So the only D and I'm interested in is the Hellfire Club. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. agreed. All right, uh, John Wick. The next John Wick's going to drop. I've never watched any John Wick. You know that what we're going to do is exactly three weeks before this movie drops, we're going to start Wick Rewick. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to name it later. But it's going to be a rewatch, and we're going to see these movies because I have only seen the first one, never seen two and three. Um, I get pretty bored by them, so I don't care about this. But if this was capping a rewatch, that would be kind of fun, and I might get down with that. I don't want to pay to go. Like, I don't right. want to pay to have to go to a theater. So that's out for me. That is a problem. That is a problem. We could <laughs> I mean, maybe the, mat- maybe the Sunday matinee would be like six bucks, you know, which is tolerable. There you go. Get somebody to rent out a theater. That's been, that's works out pretty well. 
I, I would personally just like to veto a John Wick rewatch, but I'm on board if the if both of you are. Yeah, let's see how the next couple go. We'd be scraping the, the barrel a little bit if we do that, so let's avoid it if we can. All right. All right, Don't guys. Care. Next up, we have uh, Kurt and Wyatt Russell are going to star in the MonsterVerse show on Apple+. Plus. These are going to be like all of the fucking lame-ass monsters <laughs> from the Godzilla movies. Like, yeah. It's gonna I be, don't uh... know. You know, Kong and Godzilla and Mothra and whatever else. The other one. The other (laughs) Oh, no, there's, is there, I think there's only three, right? Is there a praying mantis or something? There's a Hydra thing with the three-headed, maybe they, that thing got killed. I I don't know. I don't care about that. The last Godzilla movie that was like straight to HBO during COVID, remember that? We all watched it. It was awesome. It was so fucking stupid with the Middle (laughs) Earth, like the the Hollow Earth theory shit. Oh, it was so (laughs) good fucking believe how stupid that movie was the thing is is like i just i loved it i hate these movies i hate these characters i do not care and also i don't like movies where i'm supposed to pick a side between two supposedly good characters it's gonna be like godzilla versus kong in one of these movies i'm like hello governments of the world Let's just bomb the shit out of both of them and kill them both. They tried that, Eric. God, you weren't paying attention. Oh, but they both have, like, um, skin that can't be broken by anything except, like, punches from other monsters. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck that. They get, like, yeah, and guess what? The government would already be developing monster punch technology to put into a rocket, and the the U.S. government would give it a billion-dollar fucking contract. It's, It's so stupid. It's like... It's like they can't be killed with any weapons. Like we could shoot a missile missile from space that could go so fast and explode. But like if the other monster just steps on the guy's like chest, it's like game over. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Don't care. I don't yeah, care. Don't care. So right. I don't think Probably. you're not a Wyatt Russell fan. I kind of am a Wyatt Russell fan, to be honest with you guys. Do you think he's a good actor or not? I can't decide. And I've seen a lot of stuff. I've seen more stuff with him in it than I bet you guys have. Because I tried I to watch his like show on, on TNT that was actually like Lodge 49. It was actually okay. Um, I can't decide. I like watching him, but I don't know if he's very good. I kind of liked him in uh, the whatever that show was. Falcon oh, yeah. and this Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Yeah, kind of liked him in that. So I, I'm... Yeah. They, they're not the problem to me. It's just right. the entire universe of, like... Like, I wish that the two universes that could combine were, like, the Sony Spider-Man villains and the Monsterverse. So they and can then, both just go it. But they also combine with... Um, Fast and the Furious. Marvel, That's really in there. Yeah, Fast, <laughs> and the Furious. Fast and the Furious, too. And then Marvel uses that to destroy the whole world with all of them on it. And then they're all just done, because I don't... Well, know. and John Wick is a, a gun for hire yeah. in there as well. I, you know, now I kind of want to watch. I kind of do. Eric, it is funny that you say who doesn't matter who's in it because you're absolutely right. Because you know what they do in these movies? They stand on the ground and then they look up in the sky and they go, holy shit, uh, Godzilla's fighting right now. Ooh, he's coming in and they're giving us a fucking play-by-play. They're like, somebody that. call the military. We've got to get people out of this basement. Yeah. Or you know, it's like, I don't care. Like, yeah. you sit in the city. Like, you, like, move to the fucking country. Also, why are these why are these monsters so drawn to like hey, places where people live? Eric, can I can I just pause you for a minute? They're yeah, probably you're, lives, very, dude. You're, you're very upset about this, and I want you to know it's okay. You don't have to watch this. We won't, won't. make you. Oh, okay. that's good. That's really okay. nice for you to do that for him. All right, uh, next up, guys. Uh, FX has a documentary coming out called Welcome to Wrexham, and this is going to be really fucking. This is the low level soccer team that was bought by. Ryan Reynolds and Rob, Rob McElhaney. McElhaney, yeah. Rob McElhaney from Always Sunny. It's Always Sunny, yep. And so they bought their own soccer team, which, by the way, I think lots of celebrities are going to start doing this now. And yeah, just by buying it when you're famous, it's like it's like investing in Bitcoin and then tweeting about it when you're famous or like some kind of obscure coin. You will make money off the idea that you're a famous person that now owns it. So the team value goes up because it's owned by Ryan Reynolds, you know? This is perfect. For sure. And then they're able to, like, market it and sell it to it and make a show on FX. And they're yeah. able to use their fame to get more people there. And they're able to use their money and their contacts. They probably have other investors who are fronting most of the money. Do you want to know what the name of the company is that owns Wrexham FC now? What? Can I guess? Mick, yeah. Wrexham? 
damn near killed him. <laughs> no, <laughs> all right, probably not. It's the Mc, Mc Reynolds Company LLC. Hey, love it. I like it. I like that too. Um, so yeah, no, I I really I really think this is going to be cool. I'm really excited about the show. And there's going to be two this doctor is... shows that are can't miss that are coming out in a short period here. You have Welcome to Wrexham, and then you have the whatever it's called, the Amazon show. All or Nothing. All or Nothing Arsenal coming out on August 3rd. Oh, the Arsenal got the All or Nothing. Nice. Oh, I can't even wait. I'm going to watch. I'm going to binge so watch. Mostly nothing, but a couple alls. Um, <laughs> yeah. I can't not watch that quick enough. So, you, I mean, you're talking about like uh, them owning a football club. They're in, Wrexham is in the fifth tier of okay. English football. So it's not like they were buying something that's like worth a billion dollars, you know. So they're uh, in, in the fifth you know. tier and they can only move up one tier per season even if they win every championship along the way. But I yeah. bet that in 3 years, I bet they're in the third tier. They quickly they'll move up. I mean, yeah. moving from the third tier to the first tier or even the third to the second or especially the second to the first. Is that that'll be hard. That's yeah. the, well, that may never happen, but yeah, yeah going, going from five to three is probably way more doable than, like Eric said, from three to two or, God forbid, two to one. Put it this way. If they invested the, the money they made from FX, into, they'll move from five to, to three. And, okay. There you go. Like, I don't know. They'll be it's, like, oh, so, instead of having the, the milkman and the the guy who works at the, the game stop. The post office, yeah. <laughs> as, as our starting defense, we're going to just pay guys. And we're going to have, like, guys who make a 1,000 pounds a week. And then they'll mm-hmm. instantly be the best in the bottom three division. So, anyway, let's, I mean, just, just talking about the show, you know, it's coming from, like, a, a an area of, you know, Wrexham being in Wales. And um, it's not an up-and-coming city. It's, you know, there's lots of, you know, tough times. and But the one thing that the entire community has is, is the football club. And so... Um, hopefully, it, well, that's like every English. The trailer ever. honestly yeah. almost made me cry. Like it's it's very out. sweet, and they're like gonna do a lot for this city, and they're really embracing yeah, yeah. the city, and they're spending time there. They're not being assholes. I couldn't fathom it though when they were like, "Why should we trust you as owners?" And they're like, "We're fucking rich. We'll make your team better." And they should have been like, "Sold." <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, sure they exactly. were. Yeah, they, they couldn't be like. Dream. What are they going to do with our beloved fifth-tier team? Well, maybe maybe the people over there don't know who Ryan Reynolds is or Rob McElhenney. You know, maybe It's Always Sunny hasn't made it. If they don't have yeah. television and movies. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, you're assuming that they can watch the American 60s. shows. <laughs> True. All right. Um, next up, guys. Uh, Wheel of Time is renewed for a third season before we've even seen the second season. James, you watched it, correct? Uh, I think I finished it, although I slept through a, a decent portion. Ryan, did you? And I Ryan, watched, you I read first. the fucking books. I made it through the seventh episode, maybe, or the sixth, and didn't finish. Yeah. yeah. I, gotta know dude, I, was, I was with Jimbo. I was fucking... Don't chase good money after bad. Snooze fest. I think I made it through nine minutes. And I'm not. Okay. I'm not even joking. That's like, fine. The first few minutes were so bad that I was like, I have already lost it. I don't care how good. If it's great, someone will tell me to go back. Right. It it was not worth my time. And then you guys tried to stay with it, and it wasn't worth your time. Let Jeff Bezos light his money on fire. I guess. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Don't care. All right. This don't is care. something I think that we might care about, and we are about to go into our Marvel plan here in a minute. Oh. Um, boy animated spider-man show is coming to disney plus and it's going to be called spider-man freshman year what do we know about yeah i mean it's a little confusing but it's not going to be tom holland's voice but it is supposed to be his version of the character like when you look at the art it's animated like like all their homecoming stuff is right it looks the same um but then it's kind of weird because they say they said that it was going to be like tom holland's character's version's origin story because we never saw that, right? Thank God. We didn't need to. We've seen it a million times. Um, but then there's like, you know, all the main villains are in the show and which haven't really existed. So I, I think it's more of a what if in the end, which maybe makes it less, I don't know. Essential? Yeah, thank you. Less essential to watch if it's not like important pieces of canon that could pop back up in a movie later. I think it would be cool. Well, or I'm not a huge cartoon guy, but I right. think I'd watch this. And if you or are, they, or they do the car- thing. Go ahead. I was going to say, or they do the thing, Jibbo, where they make you watch the whole thing for the final 15 minutes of the last mm-hmm. episode 
to give you that little nugget of something that might come into play. Disney Plus loves to do that shit, and I fucking yep. hate it. Like, watch all of Miss Marvel so that at the end, like, Captain Marvel shows up for five minutes. Um, dude, if you're into that, dude, you know that uh, X-Men 97 is coming back, Eric. And this is not on our list, but I did hear that they are picking it up directly where the last one left off. That's awesome. Which means Magneto is going to come in and be the leader of the X-Men. Because wherever the show left off, which none of us actually remember this or care, but, like, I guess Professor X, like, had to leave the planet and Magneto was, like, a good guy by this time, and he's the leader. So that's where this show is going to start off. Maybe you'll be into that. That's awesome. All I know is that if I was a rapper, you know how rappers drop mixtapes? Right. The first thing that I would do is drop, a like, a, a beat that was that X-Men 97 theme song for, this, for my rap song. Right. You could do that. Well, I got to learn how to rap first. <laughs> <laughs> and mix music and, yeah, you know, do all that stuff. Like, so. All right. Um, and then finally, Gray Man, Gray Man, getting yeah. a sequel and a spinoff um, already. It just dropped. Critics hate it. Fans love it. It's on Netflix. Um, it's going to get another movie, more things. This is Netflix's new plan. It's like make B-minus level movies and then just spin them off into 100 different things and like create universes. What mm-hmm. was that one like heist? Yeah, the zombie heist movie. Yeah, like um, that. that Zack Snyder's doing, and then they did the German heist guy, and they're going to do more and more and more. So, um, Day of the Dead, Day of the Dawn of the yeah, debacle, what whatever. Was it called? You know, we, we know do. And and that, this is a great time for us to dive right into Hot Rex and Not Rex, and let <laughs> Ryan tell us what he thought about the Gray Man. Dude, the Gray Man um, is like Extraction, except it's got Ryan Gosling. Oh, you know what I mean? Really? And I think it's done by all the same people. Yeah. I think is it's it R-rated? Russo Brothers. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's kind of intriguing, I guess. Oh, wait. Wait. No, it is. It's PG-13. Oh, okay. So it's like Extraction, um, but PG-13. Yeah, and uh, I think Gosling is really good. Ana de Armas is really good. Billy Bob Thornton is really good. Uh, Chris Evans is, like, hokey, but unbelievably hateable as his mm. character. So that makes him kind of good. Um, and then everyone else as an actor or actress is a D minus. Oh, like they, like the, the, the acting chops is very top heavy for the top four. And then everyone else is pretty just okay. Like not, and also like pretty forgettable. Um, I think this movie was fun. I thought the action sequences were cool. They did some stuff that I've never seen before. Um, from like an action standpoint, but it's also just a silly action movie. Um, so Take of that what you will. Um, if you're looking to kill like an hour 45 for just like a silly, unthi- you know, you don't need to turn your brain on. Like that's not, there's not some like double crossing who's who, you know, type shit. Uh, it's just fun. It like the audience score, I think is at like a 90%. Uh, critics is at like 45, which I think is a little unfair. Um, I would call it fresh, but like 65, 70 you know, it is okay. what it is, right? Yeah. It's not pretending to be some like high-minded art. So, and you it's said movie. it's an hour forty-five or around uh, there. Don't don't quote me on that, but it's, it's, two it's hours, less than two it? hours. Oh, okay, it's less than yeah. All right, well I, that appeals to me. All right, guys, I watched all of Netflix's Resident TV. Okay, show, okay, all of it. I will tell you, I watched one, maybe <laughs> two of the Resident Evil movies ever. Um, and I know that there's like eight or nine of them or something, and that most of them are tragically bad. I right. didn't. I didn't even really play the games. To be honest with you, I may have yeah. played one of them before. I don't Just really know one. much about Resident Evil other than like Umbrella Corp, Raccoon City, and like Undead. They're not really zombies, but they're that's like that's it. That's all you need. You got good. it. Mutated yeah. monsters and stuff. I I'm wrecking this show. I'm wrecking. <laughs> it. It's it's not very good. Okay, and this is kind of my point about Netflix. It's not very good, but it is entertaining, and I had a lot of fun watching it. The coolest part about it is the two timelines that are happening. And so the show starts in 2036 <laughs> with Jade, who is investigating um, the zeros or the undead. Um, and you don't really know this is like a future version of, you know, this is in the future beyond all the games, right? Okay. And so it's in 2036 and she's fighting against zeros and she's fighting against Umbrella Corp, which is back. And she's fighting against the Brotherhood, which is like this religious zealot group. And she's fighting against these mutated monsters and liquors and all kinds of, and that's the one story. And then you're also going back to what I believe is 2020, where she's a little girl. Her dad is Al, I can't think of his name, but he's, he's like Albert. 
Albert Wesker or something. Wesker, yeah. Yeah. And is, then, he, is he the actor Lance Riddick? Is he the guy from like the insurance commercials? Like the black yeah. guy with the bald head and he's got the smooth voice? All state commercials? Oh, that guy? No, that's that's not that's not the same. Damn, I really thought it was this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> well, he has, that's the, same, funny. That he has funny. the same voice as that guy. All right. Yeah, it's like Dennis, cool Dennis, that's like Dennis Hastert or something like that. Is yeah. the well, I was giving Dennis Hastert some credit for being a fucking good actor because I really <laughs> like this guy in this show. This is Lance yeah. Riddick. He's got, like, That's the same true. voice, and he's, like, he's this awesome character where he's kind of a villain, and he's kind of a hero, and you're not really sure. Um, he's working for the Umbrella Corp. They live in New Raccoon City, because the old one, I guess, got nuked or something, and there's going to be, like, all of these kind of monsters that are familiar, so it's kind of like a starting over, telling the same story, but, like, it's in the same universe as the past ones. The story is really simple. The actors make the dumbest decisions, which is really frustrating. And there's like three or four escapes per episode where like she escapes something and then she like turns a corner and like wipes her brow and then they're like, put them up. And then she like escapes them and then she like crawls out of a hole and then there's like zeros surrounding her. And then she like escapes them and like it's so on and so forth. Like, <laughs> it just kind of always is like that. It's it sounds of- like the OBX. That's what my experience was watching. It, now. No, it, They're it, just running. It sounds like it sounds like uh, money heist with zombies. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of that. It's just pandemonium. Um, <laughs> the the amount of mystery built into it is good enough. Um, keep you but watching. do you, Eric? Do you like the characters? Do you do. do you care about them? I oh. think I do. I think I like the characters in this, and it, I was pretty interested to like learn more about like the mystery and try to connect the dots. But this is far from a perfect show, um, but for midsummer drop of a show that didn't get a lot of publicity, I thought this was pretty cool. It's got a three point seven out of ten on IMDb. That's probably hey. right on the fucking money. Those are the three, <laughs> the three and a half ones he likes out of the ten. Yeah, I think Those I are don't his think favorite three. Good. I don't think it was very good, but I absolutely blew through it in like three days. Nice. Yeah, it's on my list. I, I started it. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch more, especially after your wreck. So uh, thanks for taking one for the team. I think that the best part about it is like the CG is pretty cool. Like the monsters are pretty violent and cool. Yeah, and like the zeros, like their scenes are all pretty good. So. I don't know if that's a really good story, but it looks good. Shout out to Mila Jovovich for absolutely milking this role for like 14, 15 years. Yeah, she's not in the it. same character. No, no, no. But I'm just saying like the only reason the show is getting made is because she kind of like retired from doing that yeah. because, you know, after 17 films, what else can you, what else is there to say for her character? That first one so, was pretty good though. It was solid. Dude. That was actually pretty I liked good. It. Okay, and then uh, I said F-Boy Island the other day, right? Like, last week I said F-Boy Island. Jim, you started it. What do you think? <laughs> Dude, I, for better or worse, buddy, I watched the first two of F-Boy Island on HBO Max. Um, I'll just say that the host, what's her name? Eliza? No, what's her? Nikki Glazer. N- yeah, thank you. Nikki Glazer is so fucking funny, and she just lets these pe- people just have it. Like, her full sharpest wit on these dumb motherfuckers. And she cuts them down to pieces. And I just love that part. Um, otherwise, you know, I the mechanics of the show is actually, like, fairly clever. It works well enough where you don't know if these dudes are nice guys or F-boys, which drives me insane. And I almost shut it off three times just based <laughs> off them not being able to say fuck. Like... They say fuck other times, but then they're like, yeah, he's a fucking F-boy. And you're like, what is happening? Did somebody trademark fuck boy like three years ago that I don't know about? Um, Anyways, that is a problem. That is a big problem. But otherwise, the show is actually pretty entertaining. It's very pulpy, pretty solid uh, reality TV, Eric. I I don't hate this wreck. Um, It's, you know, it's got a little bit more of a budget, like you said, but mostly Nikki Glaser just like delivers with all her hosting is worth it. It's like little mini stand-ups throughout, and that's that's good enough. So I don't hate it. You know, it's not good, but it's kind of entertaining, and I probably will watch more. Hey, we don't get a lot of good summer TV and a lot of good summer movies, so sometimes we got to dive into some of the bad stuff and just enjoy it for what it is. So here's the game that we're going to figure out. The, the, all the people listening right now have to go on and guess which one of us are F-boys or good guys. <laughs> just kidding please don't do that don't do that all right um let's move on to our final part of this the marvel uh universe and they finally 
unveil their plan at the San Diego Comic-Con. They finally told us where they're going. We've been complaining that it feels like they've been kind of rudderless for the first time ever with the last few movies and no real idea of where they're going. People have been guessing that um, Kang will be the eventual next villain with, uh, what's his name, Jonathan, Jonathan Majors. Majors. Yeah. So, you know, we were kind of guessing that that's where it was headed, but that there wasn't really like a, a timeline drawn like we've been accustomed to throughout the phases in the MCU. So we're almost at the end of phase four. And I have mm-hmm. to say, Phase 4 was kind of bogus. Phase 4 had a couple great movies. Uh, Shang-Chi was a standout. Um, we'll see what happens with... Uh, what's what's the last movie that's going to end it, you guys? Wakanda Forever. We'll see if that's good. Obviously, the Spider-Man movie, uh, No Way Home, was one of the greatest Marvel movies ever. It's probably a top 10-ish movie, so that's good. But it was also very dis- disjointed, uh, random, sort of let directors just do whatever they wanted without sort of trying to tie it together, which works sometimes, works not very well other times. But yeah, it's almost well, like... Lots of, lots of TV shows that were... Bad. Just sort of like... Well, they were just sort of like there, and again, if we had gotten the, the, you know, the PowerPoint slide that said, this is what's happening, this is why, here's here's where COVID started... Right, and so we had to move all this stuff, and and you know, but I think now they've got their their shit together a little bit better, um, and are able to to give some sort of a plan. But yeah, like with like Captain America and Loki and all this stuff, and we we're just like, where are you going? It was cool at first because we were like, shit, we're getting Marvel TV shows, and then like Eric said, eventually everyone's like, uh, is this leading anywhere yeah. or what? What's going on, guys? And I that they've answered those questions. I think that my favorite things about Phase Four were No Way Home, um, Multiverse of Madness, and Loki were probably my yeah. three favorite things. I would agree, it. but I just thought that overall Shang-Chi is for them. But yeah, was pretty average. Just overall, it was all just okay, and I didn't really know where they were headed. Um, so we found out Phase Four ends with Wakanda Forever, the second Black Panther movie, and we move into Phase Five. And Phase Five sounds kind of exciting. So we get Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. And this is going to combine what we've seen in Loki and with Jonathan Majors and mm-hmm. um, the Kang character meeting up with Ant-Man, who, you know, kind of a sneaky, cool character at this point. Um, and so that will be the next big piece to start Phase 5. Um, Secret Invasion, a Disney Plus show that will have Samuel L. Jackson, um, will start telling the story of kind of the, the space part of everything, I believe. And then we'll dive deep into space with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Right. And they did show some footage of that. We haven't seen that yet, but they showed it at Comic-Con. And um, apparently it's a, it's very much like an emotional wrap-up of Guardians. And it's they asked James Gunn, they're like, hey, you know, like, did you feel a lot of pressure to set up the future of the Guardians? And he said, nope, I only wanted to care about these characters and giving them the pro- the send-off that they've earned and deserved. And I could care less what happens with the Guardians after this. So it's going to be, I think it's going to be like a really, really good standalone movie um, that they can then, you know, relaunch in any way they want. If somebody, people want to come back, work for somebody else besides James Gunn, that's cool. But he's done. And I have a feeling that more than one of the Guardians will die or retire at the end of this. So going to be a big movie. Um, then we get Disney Plus's Echo Followed by something I know everyone's excited about, Loki too. Absolutely. And that's Looking back a- now, it does show that like we may need to rewatch Loki season one at some point because they were actually doing really big, important stuff in it, yeah. um, and we didn't maybe realize that at the time because everything yeah. we were watching felt so random and disjointed. That one, I think, is very much leading into Phase Five. And Eric, who doesn't want more Owen Wilson in their life? I so, only want Owen Wilson. In my yeah, life. I know. That's it. Um, so Loki season two will be huge. Um, that's like next summer. Right. Oh, yeah, like summer 23. Yep. Um, then we get the Marvels, which is going to be Captain Marvel 2. I didn't like Captain Marvel 1. I don't know if I care, but I'll probably well, watch it. I, I think this this gives you reason to think it's going to be better because you know they're not going to run it back and try to do the same thing. Um, but it's going to be Maria Rambo, Captain Marvel, and Miss Marvel all together. Whatever. We'll see what happens. Okay. Um, then we're going to get Blade. <laughs> Uh, coming out. Who's playing Blade? Mahershala Ali, bro. Mm, that's pretty sick. It's going to be so good. It's. <laughs> I just hope it's R-rated, which is crazy because Disney's making it. But I, I'm, I'm willing to happen. bet you guys both right now that it's R-rated. All right. Throw Five it in the phone. Each. Throw it in. I'll bet you a, I'll bet you a four-pack of whatever beer you want. 
that it will not be R-rated. Just tell me that I was wrong, and then just buy you. That sounds good. Okay. Okay. But, yeah, I'm going with the R-rating on this. Well, bet with me, Eric, and you'll be right. And, well, you still owe us, like, a shit ton of beers anyway. If I buy you beer, it doesn't take anything off of the the end of it. I don't know. The tab is so long. No, I can't. (laughs) Listen, I would love for this to be, like, Logan, right? Where they're like, you know what? We don't care anymore. We're going to, we're, this is going to be for adults. I don't think they're going to do that. So Mahershala Ali is Blade. Anthony Starr is Dracula. Probably. Yeah. Anthony Starr from The Boys as uh, Peacemaker. No, uh, not Peacemaker. Homelander. Homelander. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Dude, I think it's, it's pretty awesome casting. Same, same body so. type, Eric. One's fake and one's real. But yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, so that will be cool. And then there's going to be three Disney Plus shows that I think are going to be kind of like lesser Disney Plus shows. Ironheart, Agatha, and Daredevil, all Disney Plus shows. I'm going to guess those are all like C+. Yeah. Then we get Captain America, The New World Order. Okay. Don't care I about this one. there's going to be some X-Men. In now, by, this is when you think end of 2023, phase, yeah. phase five, Order. you think they're going to start? New World Order makes me feel like there's going to be some kind of, like, it's not going to just be some new dark, crazy, like, Russian or Nazi-ish government. Yeah. That's probably they should. Here's what they've Nazi. done probably, so far. Not, that would be too close to real life if that was happening. Well, the, the only question I have, the only question yeah. I have is, they finally mentioned, we talked about this, they finally mentioned Mutant with uh, the Ms. Marvel show. They right? said the Mutant, yep. They said the M word. This is August or July of 2022. Captain America New World Order doesn't come out until May of 24. Mm-hmm. So I... I have a hard time believing that there's not going to be something else at some point. Oh, no, I think they're going to be pouring slow... crumbs into every show and every movie from now on. Okay, but I, okay. Yeah. I think you might see some real mutants in that movie. Well, some, we technically some... sort of have, just in that they... Remember they kind of rewrote um, Wanda's origin story? Before they had her get her powers with the stone in the lab... And it was like her and her brother were locked there. Okay, well, they sort of rewrote that. Well, I actually had all these powers all along. Okay, retcon, she's a mutant. And then <laughs> um, and then we had Professor X pop in for a minute into to Wanda. So that's really our three. And you had the bear, you had the, the bear in um, the bear guy uh, who got his arm broken. In, oh, he was an X-Men. He was, well, not an X-Men, but he was a mutant. Yeah, mutant. you're right. That was They've been throwing very us these minor, but... over the years, and I think that you're going to get some like real mutants showing up at some point. So um, I'm going to guess Captain America New World Order. And then there's something called the Thunderbolts. I don't even know what that is. So that's like um, like the kind of the, the bad guys that we've been introducing through like the the uh, like the, the Black Widow's sister, y- Yakanda. What's her name? Yal- Yaleva? Yavena? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So her and like you know the boss lady who's Elaine from Seinfeld. I, my brain is maybe just fucking broken at this point, but uh, I can't think of any people. Right, you know Russell yeah, Wyatt Louis, is going to be in it. Julia Louis Dreyfus, whatever. Uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus. Elaine from. I was trying to lean on you guys because I'm like I can't even think anymore. <laughs> but it's going to be like that team. It's going to be street level stuff. It's going to be pretty chill. Well, okay. and we've also glossed over, I mean, Eric, Eric was like, oh, yeah, and then Echo, and then we're going into Loki. What is Echo? Uh, what is Ironheart? And Daredevil, we all know. But um, a, cu- a couple of those shows is sort of like, uh, I'm not really sure what that is. Is Thunderbolts we'll a movie? Well, I, I do, but. Is a movie. Thunderbolts is a movie, sorry. But the yeah. other ones are, okay. are yeah. shows. Echo is, Echo is the, the deaf Native American gal that was in Hawkeye. Oh, uh, okay. okay, sure. So, don't care about that. Um, I didn't really like that show very much. And nope. then, um, what was the other one you mentioned? Um, Ironheart. And she That's was like... featured in the Wakanda Forever teaser. It's Her name is like Riri Williams. And she, they're teasing her up to be the next Iron Man. She's like a super smart genius. She makes her own armor. And she is going to be in Wakanda Forever for like at least a little bit. Good and stuff. then get a show. So after so we all got that, of, we got a lot of gals taking over the former. Well, we uh, kind of need mantle. to because they've done so badly with all the women; they just keep killing them um, in the MCU. Like, think about the original women, like Gamora, Black Widow, um, Captain Marvel. They just did her dirty by giving her a horrible movie, and, and then away. and then yeah, Wanda, and then Wanda. Wanda. You know, Wanda. We saw what happens with her, so. I, th- I think there's probably more examples, and they just pepper pots. Give us more cake pickup. Okay. All right, yeah. uh, then that's the end of phase five, and then we move into phase six, which is going to be heavy. 
with the X-Men, and that's why we have very few of the titles for what's going to happen in Phase 6. But Phase 6 starts with the Fantastic Four. That's crazy. Which is awesome. Then we move into two different Avengers movies in 2025. The Kang Dynasty will be in spring 2025, and that will be the culmination of all the storytelling they started in Loki, and that will be going all throughout Phase 5, kind of planting the seeds of um, Kang the Conqueror, uh, wrecking havoc and becoming kind of like the prob- the next big problem for them. And then um, Phase 6 will be the culmination of a lot of their Phase 4 work, I believe, um, which will be the Secret Wars, which will mm-hmm. be this infiltration of aliens, and, you know, we'll tie the whole thing together. That will be six months later in the, the fall of 2025. So That's we don't know crazy. anything else about Phase 6 other than that it's just lots of blank movie spots. You have to imagine what some of those first X-Men movies. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. Do you think they do a X-Men movie first? Yeah. Or a TV show? Movie. I hope so. so? Okay. I hate it when yeah, they introduce characters movie. in a TV show. I, I instantly don't care as much well, about the them, only and I reason... never will. The only reason I thought that was, you know, because they're doing the animated show, um, they're kind of rebooting that. Like, maybe they were going to introduce some handful of characters and see which ones worked and didn't, and then make a movie after that. I don't know. That that was I the only reason I asked the question. not have, like, black leather suits. I want them to have their, like, cartoons. A little bit, yeah. I agree. They've been like, able to do more of that now that, like, we've accepted superhero content on the daily like, look at yeah. Thor's outfit in, in uh, Love and Thunder. I mean, just bright blue and red and yellow. Just awesome. Yeah, that's what I want. I want them to have those. I, the, the 90s X-Men movies, even though they were, like, probably really important in retrospect to, like, building superhero universes and, like, probably did some of the best work in, like, getting us to where we are now. They wore, like, the dumbest costumes. They all wore, like, black leather and, like... With, like, the black matte X on the front. You couldn't even... Yeah, really. They were very much. They, they were like so worried about it being cheesy, um, yeah. and they probably were right. And at the time. can we? Is will Marvel be the studio that finally does Gambit? Please, Gambit oh, come is on. The Gambit's cool as shit. I know, but he hasn't showed up in anything yet. Dude, Remember, there was going to be the. Taron Edgerton should the, probably be him instead of Wolverine. He'd probably even be better. I don't know. They were going to do the Channing Tatum solo Gambit film oh. that never panned out, shockingly. I can't imagine why. I'm sure but, they uh, read the script and said, yep, this would have been the worst movie ever to be made. Let's not do it. Or they had so Channing probably. read like three lines and they were like, yeah, this isn't good. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't you busy with like 26 Jump Street? Can you just go do that, please? Yeah. So, Eric, on a scale of 1 to 10, would you be more excited to see Gambit or a young Wolverine. I would be do this in a still from one to ten. All I want is for them in a post credit scene for them to find like a destroyed base or something or a lab that's been like ripped up and then like you just like hear Wolverine's claws at the end of it, but you don't see the shing. shing. Yeah. yeah, that oh, dude, would be, be fucking most... sick. I would cheer in the theater if they just did that. And, like that's yeah. such an easy little win. They didn't even they wouldn't even have to cast someone at that point. Just like, and I, I say, don't cast people for a for a end credit scene, anyways. Yeah, just give me the claws, and like it's dark, and maybe you see the reflection of the claws against like a flashlight or something. And it can or, be like, no, 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 Eric, it's the silhouette, and the you see the cigar kind of light up, right? Just the just the okay. puff of his cigar, like the the. <laughs> The flame of it, and that's it. And then you hear the noise, and then cut. Jeez. I want it to be like I want it to be like filmed like Blair Witch Project. Like it's like shaky camera going through the halls of like a on fire, like you know, weird, just like screams, and like yeah. the camera drops to the ground, and you're just like, yeah, but. yeah. And then you just yeah. hear the claws come out or something, and then it just cuts. I would cheer in the theater. I would have so much faith in Kevin Feige at that point. That is where I want it to head, but I think what we need to head on out of here, it's been a long podcast, all the time we have. Let's tell everyone though where we're headed with our rewatch quickly. Oh, so they, big news. Big this news. It's pretty exciting. We've, we've, we've narrowed it down. we figured it out. And, you know, instead of trying to do another long series of movies, you know, people are like, do Jurassic Park. Well, only the first Jurassic Park is good. Like, we may do that at some point, but... We are going to do the films of Chris Nolan, which when you look at his filmography, dude, it's just like banger, 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 banger. So we're so excited. So we're going to start with Memento this week. Um, Super underrated movie. Guy Pierce kills it. It's going to be sweet. I haven't seen it in 10 years, probably. 
So we're gonna we're gonna find that wherever the fuck that's and streaming. All of, all of the movies we're able to find for free too. Most, yeah, of, most them. of them are. I think on we're HBO. renting maybe this yeah. first one, Memento. Um, after that, yeah, they're all like Memento streaming. Memento is on Memento's on HBO. So watch. Oh it hell us. yeah. Good. I wanted to go. Let's all watch Memento. We'll start our our Nolanaissance. Well, we're gonna we'll workshop it, but yeah. <laughs> all right, guys, that's it. That's all the time we have this week on the Nordies Podcast. Thanks for tuning in and hanging out with your good friends here. Uh, we'll be back with you guys next week.